Hi, I'm Lee Perlman. This is the Deadman Perlman and Michelle podcast. <laughs> we're still working on a name. We'll get there at some point. Um, today, we're going to cover a few different topics. Uh, the first topic we're going to cover is, you know, Veterans uh, Affairs Appeals and what it means, why it's so important, and you know, how you can change people's lives when you protect our service members and give them the appropriate medical treatment and help and support they need. And what can happen when you're denied that support that's that's essential. Um, today, I have the one and only Michelle Rayner Goolsby. Hi. I, I don't know how you want to characterize what you bring to Devin and Perlman, but it's magic. It's very magical. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're, like I said, the one and only. And we also have Andy Plaguey, who is an attorney with Devin Perlman as well. Uh, he's the tallest and most handsome of all of us, and we're happy Agreed. to have him. Yeah. We know. Don't validate. Okay. Um, and Andy is here. Uh, Andy does a few different areas of law for us. Um, he's focusing uh, right now extensively on personal injury and also veterans affairs appeals. Right. And he's going to be the person we're going to chat with today and kind of go over why, you know, it's it's such an important area of law and why it's so important to help our veterans and what can be done. Right. So I, w- I want to jump into that pretty quickly. And, you know, Andy, um, well, say hi to everybody. Hey everybody, my name is, uh, like Lee was saying, Andy. I've been an attorney with these guys for a little bit now. I've known my entire career. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you came home. You started at Devon Devon before we even uh, matched up. And then you came back, right? I did. I came home. Yeah. Well, we fished hard. <laughs> Please come back, Andy. We need you. You're so tall and you're so good at this. It was, yeah, it's, it was the height. It was just the height. Clearly. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Andy. You know, where, where are you from originally? What brought you to Florida? Because I know you're not a local. Uh, just for your Midwestern accent, <laughs> go for it. Sure. So um, I was born and raised, like Lee was saying, in Iowa. I went to the University of Iowa, go Hawkeyes. Um, <laughs> after college, I took a year off between my undergrad and law school, and I joined the military. Um, I went to basic training in my, my officer school, but before I left for basic training, I'd sent all my applications for law school. So basically, my parents were sending me my, uh, my acceptance and denial letters and I had to choose my, my law school on a bunk bed at basic training. It wasn't the most ideal situation, but I got a brochure from a, a school in Florida that I applied to, Stetson. Um, has a very good trial advocacy program. And it, at the time, it was the middle of winter in Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, I could probably handle a few winters without all this, this crazy snow. So after I finished my officer school, I basically packed a suitcase and drove um, from Fort Benning, Georgia, down to Tampa. Um, a little bit of a culture shock when I got here, but once I got accustomed to it, I, I loved it. Um, took the bar here and I've been here ever since. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Where I, in Iowa are you from? Oh, man. How well do you know ge- Iowa geography? I actually know it very well <laughs> because my godmother is from a small town called Orange City, Iowa. No way. Are you messing with me? I swear to God. That's where I'm from. Uh, no, shut up. You're not from Orange City, you're, Iowa. You're messing with me. Right? I swear yeah. to God. No, my. I didn't Nola know that. Alberts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I used to spend my summers in Orange City, Iowa. There's like a little school yeah, college so there. There's a yeah, college. Northwestern. Yes, Northwestern's there. It, I thought about going to Northwestern. It's like, I swear, it's Dutch Reform. All yeah. that. You're, fucking, it, you're lying. You're fucking, like, you're fucking with me. No, That's so fun. There's How many little towns in Iowa are there? Look, I mean, and when it's, I, all that, it's all Iowa is is little towns. I know. Literally, <laughs> so I when I worked in South Dakota in Sioux Falls, I would drive the back way to come to Orange City, right? And of course, Orange City is like the, like an idyllic town. Oh, so she would just great. like leave the door open for me, which like would never happen here. Like <laughs> she's like you know, oh, like, yeah. like listen, I'm looking at my brinks every five. What seconds. are you on? 
That's unbelievable. so crazy. And we got to do a podcast to figure this out. You guys share like office space. L- right literally, next to I'm going to ask her if she knows your family. She probably is my, they, she lives. It's a small town. She, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh my God. That's so crazy. So uh, just to break this, this up a little bit. So the odds of this, I think are statistically like impossible. impossible. Yeah. If Vegas wasn't, you know, <laughs> what it is because of COVID, we should go. But that's, that's what. <laughs> Let me um let, let's bring it back. So you had the military background, you picked your law school while in a bunk bed at basic training. I, I was in the Army Reserve too, and I remember basic training not being an ideal place to make any life decisions. Okay, uh <laughs> mostly due to lack of sleep and um showering. But that's not that's neither here nor there. So you make that call and you come down to Stetson for the trial advocacy program, which is probably why most of us came down here, yeah. right? We all have aspirations of being trial lawyers because we're idiots. Um <laughs> Walk me through. So, so you were in the Army Reserve at the same time. What was your MOS or your occupational specialty? Yeah. So, yeah, MOS is just your yeah, like you were saying, your 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 specialty. Um, I started when when I joined the military. I didn't know anything about it, right? I mean, I, I'm the only person in my family that's in the military. I didn't have any. Uh, my grandfather was in it for a little bit um, during the Korean War, um, but my parents weren't in it. No cousins, nothing like that. So I didn't know what I was doing in my. Um, Recruiter was like, well, what are you doing with your life? And I said, I'm going to law school. And he said, great, BAG, which is adjutant general. Basically, that's just a paper person, paper pusher, filling out um, forms and getting people paid. Wasn't really for me. So once I realized kind of what the military was and what I could do in it, um, I changed when I, when I got promoted to captain to do logistics. Um, when I graduated law school, they offered me a slot in JAG. Um, but at that time, I started with... Chris and Nicole, and they wanted me to take six months off to basically go back to basic training and do all, all this training over again. That and, sounds great. And, and I said, <laughs> no, no, no way, not a chance. Um, so anyway, so I do logistics in there, which is basically getting supplies and troops to where they need to go. That's awesome. Uh, so you're a captain now. Uh, you're up for promotion, theoretically? Yeah, so my um, I should be in the zone for promotion to major... I believe that board convenes in March. So, so you're still in the military mm-hmm. as, yep. as a practicing attorney. Yes. So gotcha. the, the reserves is though. I'm sure everybody's seen the commercials one week in a month, two weeks a year. Um, you know, when you get up into a leadership role and, and being an officer, um, you're always in a leadership role. It's the commitment is much more than that. I mean, I've got two conference calls this week, you know, I'm, I'm cranking out operation orders and, and doing other stuff that needs to get done. Um, but yeah, one weekend every month, I'm going to our base, which is near Hula Bay in Tampa. Um, I had it last weekend, and then we have a two-week training exercise that varies from year to year. But been in for 11 and a half years now. Um, I did one mobilization with U.S. Army Africa. I was in Italy half the time, and then various parts of Africa um, for the other part of the time, which was a very interesting and eye-opening experience, to say the least. Yeah, I think you see why I've been chasing this guy for years, trying yeah, to get him no, to come he's back. Very impressive. Oh, he's like, very impressive. Really impressive. Yeah, and it's the biceps too. And I, the, obviously, like, thank you for your current service, oh, and you. I mean, I think it means a lot, and I think that it really also um, it's needed now, you know, and then especially in the way and what the areas of law that you practice in as well to Absolutely. have that like understanding and um, that expertise. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to to veteran claims, it's just being able to speak the like is. The military is its own language, right? I mean, it's okay. everything's an acronym, and there's there's things that we call certain things that just civilians don't know. So being able to speak the language and you know empathize with some of these um, experience of these 
military members, I think is a, it's, it's important. You got interested before you came back. You had already gone through the certification process for Veterans Affairs yeah. Appeals. Yep. First off, what's a, what's what is the Veterans Affairs? Just give me a, a real basic like explanation. What's what's the VA? Sure, the VA is basically where all benefits for veterans, the, 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 the veterans benefits are administered through the VA, Veterans Affairs. Um, and mo when most people think of Veterans Affairs, they think of um, disability, right? You get out of the military, you got a, some, a bad back or a bum knee, you get a disability rating and, and you get paid. And that is certainly probably the biggest aspect of it. That's what most veterans struggle with, um, getting, getting a proper disability rating. But it, it's all other stuff too, like death benefits, um, I, I had one case that I handled where a, um, a woman was the uh, fiduciary for her, for her brother who was uh, an airman and he was deemed incompetent after he got out to handle his affairs. Um, and so she was the one that handling all of his affairs, um, his financial th records, things like that. And uh, the VA tried to stick her with a $200,000 bill because she didn't submit the proper documentation. Wow. Um, but we got her out of that, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, so it's it's not just disability, although that's the main portion of it, but it's every benefit that's wow. due to, to uh, veterans flows through the VA. Wow, that's and that's like crazy. And it's really like you are really dealing with people's lives. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and with that case, I mean, it's a... The, the government tried to stick her with almost a $250,000 bill. She would, I mean, her and her husband, I believe, were, were truck drivers. They mm. they did well for themselves and made a fine living. But, I mean, very few people can just pay a $250,000 sure. bill. I, I won't be able yeah. to pay that right <laughs> now. No way. Not a chance. So, so yeah, it's not just, I mean, obviously, like I said, the, the disability portion is definitely the most prominent. And um, that's where most claims stem from. But it's more than just that. So, if, I mean, if anybody, if there's... A problem with any sort of uh, veterans affairs um, issue, uh, you know, not just disability. It's important to talk to an attorney. What does it mean? You know, I, I mentioned the term VA certified. Uh, you know, VA appeal certified. Why is an appeal necessary? What does it mean to be VA appeal certified? What What is that process? Why is it important? Sure. So you have to send in. You know, you have to apply to it through the VA. Uh, VA accreditation. Each attorney has to do it. Um, and then you also have to take some courses um, to make sure um, that you, you know, a lot of it's based for people that don't, because, you know, a lot of attorneys are, are also in the military. So a lot of the training has to do with making sure that, like I was saying before, they speak the language, they understand what, what, what people are talking about in the military. And the other part of the, the training is just legitimately what is the law? Um, wow. Because the, the VA claims process doesn't go through the... Um, doesn't go through your, your typical state courts or, or federal mm -hmm. courts. It's got its its own jurisdiction. Um, so getting for, you have to be accredited by the VA. It's got it's got its own court too. Yeah, I mean for appeals. I mean court. in yeah. DC. So it's, it's a VA appeals court. Um, wow. So you have to you have to get accredited through the VA. Um, and you can't even practice in the appeals court without. Uh, so like me just accredited. like coming like oh I'm gonna yeah. do this VA case. They're like no, that's nice, but yeah, you're not. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so yeah, so once you once you get accredited, you're you can start practicing in front of the, the VA courts. Um, you know, the initial initially and disability is just the easiest example to make. People will, will apply for their disability, um, they'll get their, their disability rating back, and then depending on what the you know if, if the veteran thinks this is right, um, then great, the claim the claim ends right there. 
Um, but if the if the veteran thinks they, they messed this up, which it's the VA, it's the government, it happens all the time. Um, that's when lawyers typically get involved is when, when there's a, it's called a notice of disagreement. You have to file it within a year after you get your initial disability rating. Um, and, that's, and that's with anything that has to do with the VA. Typically you get a year to file your notice of disagreement if um, the VA makes a decision and you wanna you know, challenge that, that decision. So um, that's the initial, the initial thing that has to be done after uh, the VA disability rating is given. Um, and it's important at that point, if you don't think it's correct to, to get an attorney involved um, that, can, that can help you build your case to make sure that they get it right. Let me ask, so, I mean, obviously, you know, as lawyers, we have the bar and the bar is supposed to, you know, kind of dictate, mandate, like you're, you're, you have the requirements to practice law. You're not a scumbag. You've done the, the bare <laughs> the bare minimum requirements. Some, well, some, some get through the cracks though. Yeah, get through the cracks. Yeah, it's, they not, do. it's not a great moral evaluation process, but uh, we well, like to say that it is. Yeah, <laughs> right. We all know lawyers are what they are. But but at the end of the day, you know, we have this protection process. The VA has its own mini protection process, or frankly, probably even a, a more rigid protection process to keep people who don't know what they're doing out, mm -hmm. right? And you've obviously, pro, you know, your efficiency in, in understanding what it is, you've surpassed and, and gotten that certification, which is a big deal, right? And, you know, because when I, when I think about VA appeals, you know, there's not a lot of attorneys that I see that have this understanding, right? Especially, you know, the, the hand in hand of being in the military and doing law. Um, you know, you, I'd say you've kind of got a unique, niche there as far as the understanding and the ability you know do you think it helps obviously i mean you said a little bit well just acronyms but you know you obviously would say that being in the military being an officer it gives you an understanding that most attorneys are never going to have oh absolutely and it's just you know being able to build a rapport with with veterans um, it just comes a lot easier when, mm -hmm. when when they know that the experiences are the same like I said, you can talk shop with them. You can, oh, you were stationed here. Did you know so-and-so? Oh, you were stationed here. What did you think of it? Um, just small stuff that uh, builds credibility with, with veterans. It's, it's important to have that um, that background as a, as a veteran. And even though I I've never been active duty, like I said, I did do a year mobilization. So um, being overseas, um, you know, it's another thing that it's, a, especially for veterans now, that basically if you've signed up anytime between now and between September 11 and now, I mean, you, you've been overseas right. at some point. It's almost a guarantee. Um, so yeah, just being able to have that uh, that background to to talk to them about it and just build that trust, um, I think is is, is very important um, when we're when you know trying trying to get the, the veteran to uh, like I said, just just trust you and. and, and I know you actually care. Yeah. I actually have a question for you. And like, I think you touched on it earlier. We we're talking about having an attorney. Like, can you explain like why it's important to have an attorney in this process? Because a lot of times I think people think like, well, okay, I'll just fill out my paperwork. I got it. I don't really need to get an attorney. Or even if there's like, you know, it, they disagree with, you know, the finding, I'll mm -hmm. still kind of just do it myself. So like, can you explain like why it really is important in this Definitely. process to have an attorney that knows what they're doing? Definitely. So, so first, there's, there's when you fill out your initial application for disability, um, I would recommend even talking to an attorney then, and I, I'd be even happy to talk to you. An attorney cannot get paid 
from your initial disability uh, application. Mm -hmm. So if you have an attorney that's trying to trying to take a cut of your initial disability, um, that's illegal. And, oh, and, that's and, and, and make, and make sure And make sure that is not happening. They can't get paid until they file that notice of a disagreement. Um, and they're, they're helping you with the, with the appeals process. Um, but you know, having an attorney for, it's supposed to be a self-executing system, just kind of like workers comp, right? Mm -hmm. Veterans are supposed to be able to navigate this system on their own, which is total horseshit. I mean, it's, there's, there's laws and statutes just like there are in, in criminal law or tort law or, or, um, you know, probate. There's, there's laws that just the layman, lay person is just not going right. to understand. And so being able, having an attorney that one understands those laws, understands what evidence can be used in these appeals process, because the evidence isn't the evidence, the evidence that can be used in a, in the veterans appeals is not exactly the same as the evidence that can be, um, admitted mm. into a normal trial. It, it's different. And in some ways it's, it's more beneficial to the veteran. Um, so under, having a, having an attorney that understands the, the evidence that can be used, what documents need to be get uh, be, be gotten from the uh, from the uh, military person's background record that shows an event that happens that happened that um, where where the where the veteran was was injured um, and also making sure that they have proper medical documentation showing that the injury was caused by the event that happened while they were in service. Um, so just you know, like I said, it's supposed to be a self-navigating system, but it's just not. Um, it's important to have an attorney for all those reasons, and the uh, the way that the VA calculates disability is not normally what you would think. So, for example, if you have one one um, injury in which there's a fifty percent disability rating, and another injury that's another fifty percent disability rating, you don't add those two together to come up with a hundred percent disability rating. Well, that sounds unfair. Yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous. Exactly. Right. So, like, see, so normal people like me and Lee who are not, you know, right. certified would be like, yeah, you're good. It's it's, it's, it's a ridiculous system, and so it's it's important. Um, definitely, when if the initial uh, disability rating comes back um, not to where it should be. It's very important at that point to, to get an attorney to help you through navigate the rest of the process. Do you think it also helps you that you know you've got litigation outside of the VA system? You've got litigation experience, which I think is different than what you see you know with some other attorneys who just do VA and have never really practiced sure. outside of that. Even it, how would that help you? you think? Oh, definitely. So one 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 reason for sure, or one way that for sure benefits me is you know the other the other thing that I practice a lot is personal injury, and so when you do personal injury. Um, you get acquainted with the medicine, um, and so being able to—I like how he said that. Acquainted yeah. with the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> so being able to to understand the, the injuries, you know, personal injury car accidents deal with a lot of back issues and shoulder issues. So there are unique things that you see in veterans um, in veterans claims. But at the very least, I have the background and the wherewithal to know where to look if I need to learn something new about a, a different type of injury. But, but being able to to uh, understand the injuries, I think, is a Important, obviously, very important aspect, especially in disability claims. And second, there's just a level. I mean, you both know this. You're trial attorneys as well. There's a level of comfort that comes with being able to speak to juries or judges yeah. or, or whoever it happens to magistrates, be magistrates, whatever. Yeah, whatever happens, whoever's presiding over the case, right, or whoever the fact finder is. Um, so, having that experience, that courtroom experience, you know, doing bench trials, jury trials, whatever, um, it just gives you a level of comfort of. of um, explaining your case and pleading your client's case to whoever's the whoever the decision maker happens to be. Well, 
let me ask you this, you know, what advice would you give? You know, let's say there's a veteran out there, whatever branch of service, whatever the case is, you know, he applies for a disability or he's just having an issue. Like, he's, you know, they try and stick him with a huge bill. You know, what advice do you give them in that scenario, you know, so that they can be in a, the best position they can be with the VA? Sure. Um, so, you know, it's going to vary from situation to situation, right? But um, typically how it, how it goes when, when a veteran gets out of the military, um, you know, they go to their, their doctor's appointments and a lot of the times they'll fill out the, um, their, their initial disability forms on their own, which is fine. Um, make sure if you're a veteran in that position, getting out of the military or, or getting a disability rating, keep all of your records, mm -hmm. keep a copy of things that you send to the VA um, because I've seen it more than once that a veteran has come to me and asked for help and I, we don't even know the status of their claim because wow. they, they, they didn't keep uh, the, the, the proper documentation. You have to uh, go into this, these situations assuming the VA is going to mess it up because they probably are. So make sure you keep all of your documentation. Um, keep a calendar of when you submitted things. Um, keep records of, of faxes, emails, things like that. So that way, if, if the, the decision comes back and it's not satisfactory, you have all the documentation you need to give to an attorney so an attorney can, can pick it up where, where, you, where you left off and help you. It's, it's really important to keep proper documentation. But um, if you're, like I said, if you're a veteran in that position getting ready to do that, make sure you're keeping the documentation so if you do need to get an attorney involved down the road, um, they can just pick it up seamlessly. Okay. And obviously, if there's a disagreement, dispute, problem in any sort, call you. Yeah, call. Yeah. <laughs> and then give me a call. I'm happy to at least, uh, you know, talk to you over the phone, let you know where you see where your case stands, let you know which way to go. If, you know, if there's something I think I can help you with, I will, I will tell you as much. And if I don't think there's anything I can do, I will tell you that as well. Um, but yeah, if, there, if, if you get a decision back from the VA and you're, confused or don't understand why they came back with that decision, give us a call. We're happy to talk to you. Yeah. And I think just honestly, the work that you do is really important because I think that there's a lot of our, just our heroes, you know, I call veterans patriots because, you know, y'all do and people who serve and people who have served do things that a lot of us would not do. Right. Um, I think that it, it's so important because you know, people like need help knowing how to navigate. They need help knowing what's what. And especially knowing now that you don't just cover disability mm -hmm. issues, but any issue that surrounds veteran affairs, yep. whether it's like, I'm going to like Bay Pines and something's like wrong there or whatever. And I think that that a lot of times, you know, people don't know, may not know they have access to that or there are attorneys that are actually certified practicing that because we see a lot of times people try to take advantage of our veterans, especially the older ones as well, you know? Absolutely. And another thing that is common too is the, uh, is your, what you were, your, your discharge, right? So when you're discharged, you're given either uh, honorable, other than honorable, dishonorable, there's administrative, um, like if you're medically discharged, things like that. So uh, another common thing is that uh, veterans will have a discharge um, that is not in line with what they should have gotten. So for example, if if you were given an other than honorable discharge and you think that um, that, that is wrong, that they, they messed that up, that's another very common area wow. that, that veterans will uh, challenge as well. So 
like I said, I, I, I know we talked a lot about disability, but it is literally anything that comes from the VA and that the VA decides is something that can be appealed. It is not, or, or challenged. It's not just disability. So if there's anything at all that you get a decision from by the VA um, and you want an attorney to look at it, please do. do. Would you say the triggering event is essentially, you know, the, the notice, I think you got a notice of disagreement. Is that what it was called? The so, so for like a, a disability, it, it's going to vary depending on what it is. Um, but for disability, it's just your initial uh, disability rating whenever you get that back. Gotcha. Um, you know, like the one I was talking about with the um, with the lady who was stuck with that two hundred fifty thousand dollar bill. It wasn't. A, it was just a, a notice of decision from the VA. So it, typically, when you get your notice, it will say somewhere in the packet. It will say you have, you know, a year or whatever it happens to be. Typically, a year to file your notice of disagreement. So. Um, that's another thing like I was talking about before keeping your records, make sure you hold on to anything that you get from the VA because it's important to, to be able to go back and look at. Um, but yeah, the, the triggering event will be some sort of decision by the VA. And then, um, when you get that decision, there will likely be something in your packet that says you have X amount of time to, to file your notice of disagreement. You know, one thing you, what you were talking about as far as, you know, just call if you have an issue, if you have a problem. One of the things I, I'm really proud of with our firm that we are all part of and, and are, you know, moving forward with is under one roof, we've got every spectrum of political belief you can find. We've got liberal to conservative. In fact, this is aligned perfectly, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean we've, got, we've got everything you can imagine. We've got military, we've got civilian, we've got, I mean, you know, religion and creed, et cetera. Uh, race, we've got it all because, you know, at the end of the day, I think when you bring all of us together, we're better and we're yeah. stronger. And, you know, we support our military. And I think it's so important. If somebody has an issue or problem, if you're a veteran, you've served, whatever the case is, right? Mm -hmm. You know, call Andy, right? Like I, I would call you in a heartbeat. And, you know, I was like you, I enlisted and I was an idiot and I had no idea what I was doing. And <laughs> it's quite a wake up call when you figure it all, all out if you ever figure it all out. But at the end of the day, you know, it's always nice to find that person who can help you and yeah. guide you through, right? And that's kind of where you stand. <laughs> and so, you know, anyone who's watching this, anyone who needs help with this, it's it's a free consultation. Just call. Yeah. You know, let us help. And not only, I mean, I know we've been talking a lot about veterans affairs, but uh, issues, but, you know, if, if you're a veteran who just is more comfortable with an attorney with a with a military background, I've I've handled divorces for people that um, for veterans that just wanted a, a fellow veteran to, to help them out with or to, sure. to talk to about it. So, but even, even with that though, like I think that that's important because yeah. there are certain things that like I know I do a little bit of family law when we start talking about you know Tricare, we start talking about the benefits, or even yeah. if when you're dealing with a divorce and someone's still active duty, right? And yep. how does that look? The and pension. you know, and pension, all of that. To me, while yes, I am educated, I know how to do it, but I know that if I was either a veteran or someone that was active duty i would may want to go to someone that would know <laughs> like right. that really could get and understand some of the nuances that just civilians sometimes don't understand or it, know. it's a different world and bureaucracy is a monster right and to dig through it and to navigate through it it's hard and that's why you need a specialist absolutely and absolutely. i'm not one but you are <laughs> exactly. and, and i think that's a really big deal um michelle let me ask you just you know as far as it's really, you know, this is Andy's expertise area. We don't have that in this scenario. But in this situation, if you had a VA scenario or a VA, you know, benefit issue or question, you know, even though you aren't somebody who, who 
does that? What would you recommend or how would you try and guide the average person through this scenario, right? Yeah, right. So I, I don't do that. Exactly, right. So I would call Andy. <laughs> and that's like my point, right? Don't go to someone who just says, yeah, I practice law. Thumbs right. up, right? Like that. So, you know, I was thinking about this today because someone asked me, they text me, you know, you, we get to, all of us get texts a thousand every day. day, like from friends, from other lawyers. Do you do this? Do you do this? And I, so they texted me and said, Hey, do you do this? Person's willing to pay X amount. Nice, nice retainer. I said, I don't do that. And I don't, there's no one in my firm that really does. It's like some really obscure area. Um, and, and, and she said to me, thank you for telling me that you don't do this instead of just taking their money and trying to figure it out. And I think why it's so important and we kind of keep stressing that because there are lawyers um, that will not, they don't do an area of law, but because someone they see like there's money associated with it, that they will try to figure it out. Well, playing with someone's benefits and really their life and their Mm -hmm. livelihood. And especially if they are disabled, that's not really what you want to do. (laughs) Well, yeah, that seems obvious. Yeah. But as we've all run into out there, people do things they don't understand. Lawyers in particular, you know, people, people who aren't lawyers, I think have this misunderstanding. Oh, you're a lawyer. You can do anything. Yep. No, absolutely. No, no, no. Like you, you don't go to a brain surgeon. You don't have a foot doctor operating your brain, right? right? Like that's that's just right. common sense. They will probably the foot doctor will be like, "That's the brain issue. I don't deal with that." Exactly, because exactly. that would be the smart thing to do. But Correct. lawyers, we we it's easier because you know lawyers don't make things, right? Like. I don't make chairs. You can't look at that chair and say, that's the best goddamn chair I've ever seen. I'm going to buy that chair, right? We don't have that. So we just talk. We bullshit, right? And it's it's hard to sometimes differentiate, especially if you don't do this every day, you're not involved in this every day. So at the end of, at the end of I guess, this, this podcast, what I want to kind of get out is talk to someone who really does that area of law. Check on them. Look them up. Research them. Don't just... Oh, you're a lawyer. You're my cousin's friend, right? Or, oh, you went to law school with so-and-so, so so I'm going to hire you. This is a great idea. It's a terrible idea. And you want to get hurt? Go with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. That's why it's it's nice to, you know, have somebody who's got that certification. Yeah, absolutely. Just like all of us, right? We're all good at what we do. I'm not good at what I I don't do, right? Correct. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) You got it. Yeah, I I, I, I appreciate that. But, yeah, like you guys were saying, it's – um. You know, it's not all attorneys aren't a one size fit all thing. We right. all have our own. We all have our Giggity. own specialties, and yeah, and we all. <laughs> and and the thing is that people only come to us when they have problems, right? So mm. make sure when you have a problem, you go to an attorney that can actually, you know, they know what they're doing and they're and they can help you with it. And like like Lee was kind of alluding to earlier, um, we have so many different facets of law that we. It, the firm is great because we're kind of a not a one stop shop, but you know, a lot of cases will overlap with each other, right? Some, sometimes I'll have a personal injury case that has a probate issue that Nicole can help me on, or a uh, a uh, personal injury case that has a criminal aspect that you can help me on, Lee, or you can help me on, Michelle. Um, so it's it's nice having all those these all those different types of um, legal expertise under one roof. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're trying for, right? Yeah. So we can help as many people as we can exactly. in as consistent and straightforward way as possible. So I think um, that kind of covers what we should talk about today. We spent enough time, I think, going through it all. Um, we'll do criminal next time. I think that'll, that'll be, be fun. Yeah, be, bring yeah. some of that magic. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to thank everyone who, who watches and listens, and we'll obviously take... Uh, segments out of this that really focus in on topics and issues and and put that out there but if anyone who had you know the interest or uh, desire to, to watch this thank you 
and we'll keep making these. Yeah, and we're going to be here forever, and we're going to keep doing this. So, Andy, thanks for jumping in. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back soon for some fun discussion or something. And uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks.